0: dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: Help me with the name of the city that
0: you were... i would give you like, you know, a hundred dollars if you could just pronounce it properly right off the bat. It's a hard one. It's a doozy.
1: Sasquamish? Sasquamish? Ses- oh, so close. Ah. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. This is Reppin, and I'm Evelyn. In the preceding episode, I hung out with Zach Smadu, a Canadian actor starring on The CW's Family Law. He shared a lot of personal stories on the episode, and one story in particular really struck me. It was about how he and his family came together when they were faced with a life-threatening illness. Zach talked about what he learned, his experiences, and today, I'm gonna share with you what I learned right now. Sasquamish. Yeah, I can't believe I said that either, to be honest with you. And how nice was Zach to say that I was so close because let's be honest, I wasn't even within striking distance of getting that right. So thank you, Zach. I appreciate your kindness. Um, Just to let you guys know, though, Nelson, my technical director, the minute he heard that messaged me and was like, did you actually just say that? So my apologies to all of the residents who live in Saskatchewan. I do know how to pronounce it. It just flew out of my head during the conversation. Anyway. This is Reppin'. I'm Evelyn, your host. Thank you for listening. Thank you for always being so supportive. I really do appreciate it. And if you would like to continue supporting this podcast, you can always leave hopefully a great review on Apple Podcast, PodChaser, Good Pods, or wherever you're listening. And if you happen to want to make a donation, I do have a tip jar up on Good Pods. And please, you can always share this show with your friends. So I loved my conversation with Zach offline. We talked about our mutual passion for pizza. Now, I am a New Yorker, so I basically have pizza like running through my veins. And because it's my hometown, I definitely know a few great places to get great pizza. Now, Zach is Canadian. He said he knows some great places for pizza in New York. So we have a friendly little rivalry throwdown going on between us, I think. So Zach, if you're listening, invitation is on the table, my friend come to New York City and let's see who has the better pizza place, all right? Now, on the show, Zach shared a lot of great stories. One was how he still remembers and appreciates the teachers he had early in his life. He spoke so highly about these amazing people who not only taught him the subjects at hand, but also gave him the love of learning, which helped him excel in school and do better, And, you know, when you do well and you achieve great grades, it helps you build your confidence. Zach's story really, for me, underlines how important great teachers and mentors are because what they can do for the students, it goes far beyond the reach of a classroom. And Zach really is such a great example of what incredible teachers and mentors can do for someone. Another story was when his father fought two different types of cancer twice. Cancer is one of those horrible diseases that's been around forever. And it's one of those devastating diseases that has touched everyone around the world in some way. And my family is no different. So when Zach talked about the lessons that he learned during this time, it really hit close to home. And I really connected with so much of what he said. One thing he talked about in particular that was so powerful and so important. And he said it so beautifully, so much so that I'm going to play you this clip. So take a listen.
0: Somebody brought in a book for all of us a blank, a blank book that we call our gratitude book. Everybody and anybody who came in, especially my dad and never left that room, could put something in that book that they were grateful for. Nothing too small, nothing too big at the point where I would let me look back and start looking through it, my mom's really grateful that dad had a solid six hours of sleep. Yeah. And all these little things that people would put in, my brother, I'm going to watch the Blue Jays baseball game, dad today. All those little moments, those things that seem pedestrian, just the things that you do in most days of your entire life that you don't think about. Yeah. And looking through those pages and reflecting on that, I remember going. I've never valued these specific things so much in my life.
1: I agree with him a thousand percent on this. This was also something that I learned through my own personal experiences. It's always the smaller things in life that happen a hundred times a day that we don't even register that make life precious and meaningful. Yes, the big events, the holidays, the big trips, those are great moments but it's the smaller things that define the meaning in our lives, I think. You know, the ability to be able to have breakfast with someone you love, the opportunity to pick up the phone and call someone to tell them about your day, and for them to pick up and listen. Not to be a total cornball, but, you know, I am. <laughs> Even the opportunity to hold someone's hand and to feel their hand in yours is a gift because one day those smaller everyday things that we don't even think about and take for granted one day, those smaller things become impossibilities because the moment may pass because the person might not be there anymore. And no matter what we do, we can never get those everyday moments back. So I really try to drink in the everyday moments as much as possible and when Zach talked about choice, that also reminded me of another episode of Reppin that I did with Mary Beth Evans, who's an incredible producer, actress, eight-time Emmy winner. I mean, eight times, right? Overachiever. <laughs> um, Mary Beth talked about choice in the sense that she learned that she can change her life. She had the choice to create the life she wanted. Their situations, Mary Beth's and Zach's, were different but they both exercised the power of choice. In this situation, Zach's dad gets the second diagnosis of cancer. And then that's followed with the medical team saying to him, Zach's father and his whole family, that not only do you have cancer again, but the prognosis was poor. Having both of those pieces of news delivered at the same time, that's a double whammy. And Zach went on to share how his mother said, whatever happens, you're going to continue to live. This is what she says to her husband in that particular moment. Now that is a hugely powerful statement for so many reasons, because here you are receiving this earth shattering news that would leave anybody devastated. But then to have the mindset to say, look, We're not going to give up. You're going to continue to actively live no matter what happens. That is a choice. I was so blown away. I mean, what an amazing woman. She said that during an absolute moment of crisis unfolding in her life. And I think choice is right up there with the superpower of gratitude. It's something that is available to us every single day. And it is extremely difficult to to call upon when you're hitting some some real lows in your life. Think about it. You make choices a hundred times a day. How much coffee to drink, what you're gonna have for breakfast, what kind of pants you're gonna put on, whether you're gonna put on pants at all, you know? So each choice gives us a different result. You can shop from anywhere doing
0: pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast.
1: We have the power to plan our day, how we want to conduct ourselves. Now, granted, a lot of the situations that life can throw at us is it's simply beyond our control. Circumstances and situations can just unravel. And I get that. However, we have the power of choice in the sense that we can choose how we want to respond to it. And it's a choice of how we want to internally process and manage our own emotions and our perspective. And that's like so hard, right? But those are all things that we can do. So why not sort of refocus our energies on what we can do versus expelling all that energy and just stewing in like stuff we can't control? It's sort of like a roulette table. Not that I've actually ever played roulette. You just put a chip down on one of the colors, right? Or one of the numbers. Anyway, you can think of your energy and focus as that roulette chip. You can put your energy and focus on something that can work for you versus just wasting it. So I guess roulette might not have been the best analogy because, you know... If you want to win at roulette, you take your chip and you just leave and go to the buffet. But I think you get my point. One other lesson that Zach shared that was so incredibly powerful and it is something I'm not great at doing is being present. And choice, gratitude, and being present are all things that I have learned through my own personal experiences. And again, these were things that really resonated with me when Zach shared them. And for me, I own up to being A, a New Yorker, and New Yorkers in general move at the speed of light. Double whammy for me is that I'm also a television producer. so the, I'm used to you know having like a hundred things and questions and problems that are being thrown at me, and I need to kind of manage all of that. And that's been my training for decades. So being present is really tough for me, and I'll definitely talk more about it in a future episode, but... It is something that I'm trying to get better at because with the amount of distractions, like our phones, emails, you know, there's a thousand things coming at us that distract us that we're missing what is right in front. And that's similar to gratitude too, right? We're missing what we have and we're not appreciating it. I recently took a trip to Canada. I didn't plan where to go. I didn't think about it. I literally just went And I connected with some friends and I was present. And I have to tell you, it was such a great lesson because I had the best time and I was able to just be with my friends and enjoy their time and company and conversation. So that is something I really learned and I'm going to replicate. I really connected with so many lessons and perspectives that he walked away with. They really mirrored mine. So thank you, Zach, so much for coming on the show and hanging out and for sharing your stories, but also for reminding me about my own priorities and how I want to live my life. I'm so happy that Zach and his family are doing well. You know, they've gotten through some terrible times and they haven't forgotten where they've been. You know, after going through something like that, it is traumatizing, exhausting, and who wouldn't want to just get on with their lives, right? And let's be honest, like after you've been diagnosed with cancer, it doesn't just end whenever you're done with treatments. There is a, you know, a barrage of medical care and appointments and visits. So when you, unfortunately, or when someone gets, you know, a disease like this, your baseline is completely redefined. There's a new normal. But Zach and his family are still working to give back because they know It's because of many, many, many who came before them and did tons of fundraisers, ran marathons, sold lemonade, you know, in order to fund the work that the doctors and researchers and scientists need to do and have done. People going through, you know, numerous clinical trials, all of those efforts that run the spectrum are the reasons why Zach's father is still here and many, many others. And granted, there are also a lot of people that are still struggling and so many aren't here anymore. I get that. So there is a very, very long road ahead, but we can work to help advances, find better treatments. You know, our efforts can even help extend time for someone and maybe even one day prevent a loss. But our efforts can help the scientists, doctors, and researchers do the work that we can't do. And the idea of love thy neighbor or, you know, help your fellow man, I'm not sure it's something we're seeing a lot of anymore. So I love that his family continues to give back. And Zach does marathons and works with a bunch of different charities. So I'm personally going to make a donation to support him because we need to help advance research. And to be honest, I told you in the episode that I can't do four push-ups, so I sure as hell ain't running a marathon. But um, if you'd like to make whatever contribution you're able to, the links will be in the episode description to the charities that Zach works with. And they're already in the show notes for the episode featuring Zach Smedu. So go check them out that's it for now, guys. Thank you so much for spending time with me here. Thank you so much for listening to the show and stick around and listen to the credits because you're going to find out who my next guest is. Nelson, play me out. Now, my next guest has been on the show twice before. Do you know who it is? And if you thought we went deep on those two episodes, get ready because this episode coming up is the deepest conversation we've had on the show backed by popular demand from the CW's Kung Fu. Yvonne Chapman returns. I'm really still trying to figure this out. And coming into this talk today, I started to tinker with the idea of like, okay, well, what kind of distance in place do me and some of my, like, tribe, so to speak, have in place to understand what's healthy in terms of, like, boundaries, what's healthy in terms of support? Hey, it's Yvonne Chapman. Evelyn and I are continuing our conversation and it is only on Reppin. I am telling you, if you haven't heard our first two conversations yet, you need to catch up. And if you have heard the other episodes, listen again because we pick up right where we left off. And hey, I'd love it if you could leave a review of Reppin wherever you're listening. And please do share and subscribe. Reppin is a Suburban Outlaw Productions. Until next time, stand up and represent.